Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Jane O'Malley, founder of Jane O'Malley Mindfulness and Yoga, who coaches women transitioning into retirement and women who are finding their feet, retiring to be a little bit of a challenge and to find the renewed health purpose, joy, and peace with mindfulness and movement and building healthy lifestyle habits. Love that. Jane, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Mark, for having me here. I'm very happy to share with you. Thank you for being here. Um, Can you just expand a little bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Okay. Well, where I am in my business now is at a fork in the road where um, this is a really new business for me. I came out of a nice cozy retirement to start to help uh, people, especially women. That's where most of my clientele lie, um, who are approaching retirement and and or they're in the post honeymoon phase of retirement where they've been yeah. retired for a while and they're a little disenchanted with the whole thing. Um, so I really help them to find a life that's a little bit less ego centered, more soul centered, um, a life that has some greater meaning for them because they've come from a life of busyness and um you know looking after family a structured job and now they're released into the universe of having a ton of time and uh, a lot of people don't uh, thrive very well with that kind of environment mm-hmm. um, so, so i really like to work with people who who are struggling and really need some help nice so with this kind of um Maybe let's look at the people going into retirement first. So what do you find like time and time again, or maybe the same thing for your people who are who are in it. Um, what is it that is the biggest struggle? What do you have to help them to either be aware of or see or problems you have to help them to to overcome before they can start to ah fully, fully start to, to accept and move into this? Wow, where do I start? I think for people entering retirement, the biggest thing that they don't realize is that we are creatures in need of routine and structure. Mm. And a lot of people don't thrive well without it. So one of the things before you retire that you can do is to start to implement some healthy lifestyle routines, everything from your sleep to your exercise and put those in place before, because everybody thinks it's parties and travel and free time and it's glorious. But it can deteriorate pretty quickly because, you know, you've got happy hour, you've got uh, late mornings, uh, people still have a striving mentality a lot of the time, and they uh-huh. grow a little bit regretful and ashamed of the fact they're not doing enough. Ooh. And really, in retirement, this is a time to be, not so much do. 
So the first thing that people tend to do is, you know, they sleep in and after a few weeks, they're going, oh, I need to do something. So they feather the nest, they either downsize or they upsize, they, you know, they move, they're clearing out closets, there's a lot of activity. Uh, mm-hmm. But when that's gone, you know, then what fills the gap? Yeah. And uh, so that is, that is where I come in and really help them to sit still, um, put down their phones. And really go inside and really, really find their own truth and what they want. Well, I, I love this. I mean, we, we can talk about, you know, the business owner who is trying to find their stamp in the universe. We can talk about people with employment or they've got the house, they've got the car, they've got the relationship and damn it, I'm just not happy. There's something that's missing. Yet I have all these things. I think it's a similar mm-hmm. kind of flavor to, okay, I'm here. I'm in retirement. I'm I'm doing this, but, oh, what, what, what do you say? Then what? Then what? What's next? What now? I'm here. I've arrived. Ooh, and that's where it becomes so super uncomfortable. So with this, I, I think your phrase, not doing enough. Let's hold on to that for a minute because we can talk about your clients. We can talk about you know, the business owners and entrepreneurs listening to this podcast. Okay, mm-hmm. that feeling of I'm not doing enough. Where does that come from? How do you help guide your clients through that kind of nuance? You know, that whole striving thing is a real cultural conditioned uh, response for years and years. You know, we're taught, we go to school, we, you know, get a good job, we make more money, we get all the other stuff that goes along with life. Mm. Uh, We have certain relationships and, you know, I'm not saying for everybody, but they focus on certain relationships because it's helpful. They're really used to being the Pac-Man of their own life, you know, just kind of making their uh, way forward. And um, really, that's not where the answer is. You know, that is a very ego-centered, superficial level. And I'm sorry to say that because a lot of people, that's what they spend their life doing, right? Yeah. Um, but then when they retire, there's emptiness, you know, and some people have different levels of retirement, but when there's emptiness, that's when you really have to take a good look at what you really want, what gives meaning to your life. Mm -hmm. And that feeling of not doing and not being enough is a pandemic. Like it is just, that's what drives people, but that's not enough to drive you. You need a, a bigger overarching big why, um, that, that analogy did you said the Pac-Man of your life. Just yum, 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 keep on going. I, I, I think that's kind of beautiful. I got the cars. <laughs> yeah, there's always it's that just constant keep on going. And there's always a next, there's always the new, there's always something different. Um, yeah. and then when things change or there's a plot twist or we make a decision, ooh, in that moment, everything kind of gets shifted up. And maybe you can't see because there's too much, it's too much sand. It's too much dirt. Yeah. What happens when it settles? So what's, what do you find is the biggest transformation that your clients go on? What, what happens to them once they've, you've been able to fully guide them through this, this transition, this new challenge? Yeah. Well, what I like to do is I start, you know, like Maslow's uh, period, pyramid of needs right at the bottom is your physical needs, right? So you set your routines, you um, develop some good lifestyle habits. um, You know, you start developing some new relationships and you move your way up. But I like to compare it to like looking to the bottom of the ocean. You've got these waves on the top and that's where we exist most of the time. But when you look down, oh my gosh, there's this cavernous 
place. And that's what's inside us. And I find that mindfulness and meditation practice and sitting still, because, you know, we're a distracted society and, you know, distraction tends to take over what we do. And people aren't totally satisfied with that. Like Mm -hmm. I speak to very few people who spend a month just surfing the net. Um, You know, the number of times people pick up their phone every day is absolutely amazing. Um, So I help them to go inward and really figure out what they want. And if all they want to do all day is, you know, which is fine, reading a book, you know, walking the dog, whatever it is, as long as they're happy and content doing that, that's fine. But more often than not, there's people feel, you know what, I've got skills. I've got time. And this is a time when we really want to give back. So what I do is to help them reorient their time. It's kind of like the career coach of retiring. You know, how do you want to spend your time? Like, what do you want to be doing? How do you want to be feeling? And people really get disconnected from their feelings. So definitely the meditation part of it, getting people into those habits of meditating. And there's some guidance there. You know, um, you can find so much stuff online that people get totally overwhelmed. So Mm. my job is to guide them in certain direction. There is so much in this, and I love that we're talking about on the, the Unforget Yourself show. Unforget yourself. It's about understanding that your happiness matters. You just kind of forgot along the way, which does happen. We put other people first, sometimes for our whole lives, our whole careers. So to be able to hold that question, and I think it's important to do this without without the guilt, without that overwhelm. Just like, okay, we can put all this, the emotions aside. Dear one, what what do you want? Maybe you've never actually fully embraced that question. Maybe there's been some fears or some worries around this. There's a lot that goes into it. Totally. And self-care is not selfish. You know, people tend to think, especially people that come from caring professions. I work with a lot of teachers, nurses, uh, Mm. people who really cared about um, what they did. Um, And now they they have this option to take care of themselves and and it really escapes them. They really feel it doesn't always come from a place of unworthiness. It comes from a place of never experienced what it's like to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Whether so that's with this, yep. with the kind of, I think the journey that you're on right now, Crumbs, you're, you're living and breathing what you're coaching your clients through. You entered retirement like, nope, I'm going to now go in this direction. This is what I want to do. You've kind of found your path. You found what it is that fuels you. You've got your passion. And I love the nuance with now you get to help other people enter and spend their time or maybe exit in their own way, in their new way. So this whole ecosystem is beautifully wrapped up in in your story. So Mm -hmm. what, rather maybe the transition you went on, what has it been like for you as you've, you found what you wanted to do and then put this into, into a business? with all the tasks and hats that being a business owner brings. Cause it's not just a case of, Hey, I get to do this thing. and just fulfill it's, Oh no, there is admin marketing sales. There's everything that comes into it. There's new skills, new learning, new platforms. There's, there's a lot that comes in. So what's, what's your journey been like? As you said, hell yes, this for me. And oh, there's more that comes with it. Well, you know, Mark, so often, you don't know what to expect. So you just start on your path and you take a little baby step. So that's what I did. And and I think most business people are the same. They might have a goal in mind, but they take a baby step. So I started taking a baby step. 
And, and then I liked where it was going. So then it started snowballing. But then all of a sudden one day I woke up and I thought, oh my gosh, today I have to go and make a couple of posts. I have to check my ads. I have to, um, you know, work on my webinar. It started to get a little drudgy for me. So I really had to take a step back and say, you know what, what do I want out of this? Because I knew I'd thrown it out there, but every now and then I think it's really important to check in and make sure that you're still happy with what you're doing. Because oftentimes we get on autopilot and just keep going. Yeah. Talk about that that judgy moment, that that little moment there. I just want to expand on that because what what was that like for you? What were you thinking? What was happening? There's a state of panic, I think. A state of insecurity. And um, it's where you go, whoa, do I really want to feel like this? And then you give it a little bit of time and you get used to it, you sit with it, you start to understand where it comes from, and you go, then you go, okay, I can take it to the next step. Uh-huh. And it's that mindfulness practice um, and being healthy that allows you a clear mind that allows you to really figure that out. Yeah. So at that moment, there is this state of insecurity, panic, and a question of, can I do this? You know, am I enough to be able to carry this, to hold space for others? And definitely, um, you know, there hasn't been any time where the question, the answer has been no, you know, and I have sat on a beach and I've been teaching yoga and meditation and I'm gone. This was worth it. Right. Oh yeah. Cause sat on that beach teaching like, yeah, this is, this is horrible. This, <laughs> this is not what I wanted to do. Right. So, but, but then yeah, these insecurities, there's panic, the internal dialogue that comes in, maybe it's what other people might be saying and bringing in their beliefs oh you should you should slow down you should have enjoy this point it comes with other people's fears and their beliefs inherited from from whoever was around them so it's trying to balance everything from within and also everything from external and there's a lot so what what would you say was maybe was there an element that may was almost a catalyst for the question that stops you what was the point we like, yeah, I I am not sure. Is this right? What was that moment like? Because we, we all have them. Yeah, it was a it was a question I was asking myself. Am I a spending too much time developing this, putting too much energy into it? And what am I sacrificing? And what is my family sacrificing? Mm. You know, my husband and I have a lovely life. We live by a lake, we travel. Um you know, he's quite busy in business as well. He's quite the entrepreneur. So I feel like we're matching each other now, but it, it caused a real disruption there for a bit because I had a role and he had a role. And now my role is like, I'm figuring this out and I'm passionate about spending time. So I have to step back. And there was a time when I was like, is this being fair to him? But I got to be totally honest is he's so totally supportive of what I'm doing. So that worked its way out. That's beautiful. For that, I want to talk about the, the the roles that you play because as an entrepreneur, we huh, it's it's this identity piece that we talk about so much in Unforget Yourself. Mm-hmm. The identity that we have, you have just eloquently described two different identities. There's the identity that you have behind the scenes, your personal identity with your relationship with that personal side. That identity shifted. And has mm-hmm. to change. We're, I believe we're always in between identities. We're always in a transition. So there's your one. But also on the other side, it was becoming the coach, the leader, the inspirational figure, the guide. So you had two transitions actually happening at the same time. And they are different people. 
Mm-hmm. What were the challenges? What were? What are the challenges right now as you continue to sort of go through this and evolve yourself personally as as a person, as a leader, as as a business owner? Well, I think in the end of it, you don't want to hurt anyone else, but you have to do what you've got to do. And for mm. everybody, that's somewhat different. So in order to transition, there had to be some discomfort at a social level. And, um, you know, we haven't traveled a lot lately for certain reasons. So I've been allowed this time or have given myself this time yeah. to to chart that growth. And uh, that's been okay. Right. So um, this is something that a lot of people suffer from as they go into retirement. You know, they've they've had a job and they've had they fit somewhere. They belonged somewhere. And there's this sense of not belonging. So I've, I've had to really find a new place of belonging. Mm. My, my tribe has changed. You know, I you know, my whole sphere of people has changed for the better. Yeah. It's been good it's been good i'm naturally a bit of an introvert so this was really helpful to me oh so it's this where it becomes fun and games because you know you've mm, the focus is is on you now especially as you build this business that you are the focal point you need to be seen oh my gosh you need to come on podcasts and talk about what it is that you do and how you do this and be seen on social media to be crafting the the emails and the messaging and the offers that eloquently describe what you do there is a lot that goes in with this. How are you, what elements are you still maybe toying with? Or here's a question. What aspects are you avoiding? <laughs> Ooh, um, what am I avoiding? Oh my goodness. I don't feel like, I feel like I'm just hop, skipping, jumping uh, into, I had a one-on-one coaching program, went yeah. well, filled up. Now I'm doing a group coaching program. Um going well, filling up. So then I'm going to branch out into product offerings that don't require my time. And it's that creative aspect that I'm really excited about as well, because, you know, it's things that I can create. And I think we all need to be creative and I'm at that point. Yeah. Um, So that I find really exciting. Um, But what am I not doing? I think I I don't really pay attention to the technology as well as I should. I pull my hair out some days and I do have, I have hired some support in that. Mm. Um, but certainly I, I know it's for my business. In fact, I have a big sign in my office that says technology is your friend and it's going <laughs> to help you build your business. <laughs> but there's something in my heart that doesn't trust it, you know, and that's just part of my journey, I guess. I just have to become a bit more trusting in that area. Because I know yeah. it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, mm. You know, I have a 22-year-old grandson, so he's very helpful in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> you've got the people around you. You've got the support, the guidance, the family members. The tech is the place, the thing that's supposed to make life easier. It can overcomplicate it as well. So I'm going to sort of trust challenges with with this. It's super interesting to see how that, how that does kind of play out because um, when it's, we... It's, it's a mindset. Where, yeah, it's a mindset. It's something that you really need to focus on. So where yeah. else is this showing up as well? Where, where do you find that maybe self-sabotage is a, is a big word? Maybe it's what, where do you find you're getting in your own way? And it leads to maybe the avoidance or it leads to, but you can justify with me. I don't trust this. Or I'm not sure about that. I'm trying to find those little cycles that you, you know, you, where do you I kind manage. of show up? Yeah. Time management. 
There's days when I'm going, I am a retired or semi-retired person. I'm going to sit with my dog on my lap just that little bit longer. So Mm. time management for me sometimes is a bit challenging. You know, I'm trying to balance these aspects of my life. And, uh, you know, sometimes, um, you know, I have those big questions. uh, But then I find the time and I always get things done and and it works. But there's that resistant aspect there that I find kind of challenging. Ooh, that resistance is could that be because being in between identities being in between the, the the retired self and the business owner jane is there are there are still questions that energetic ties to each one so they're they're still communicating they still have these pulls these beliefs these um the subconscious kind of traits that come in so are you almost are you balancing to like the angel the devil on your shoulder no good or bad is it the the retired version and the business owner. And they're like, they're always yapping away at you. Always yapping. They're sitting there on my shoulder all the time, but I've come to terms with that. I talk to both of them and it's okay. Um, but it's no different than, you know, a mom working and trying to balance or dad or yeah. balancing these things. Um, I think life is like that, right? You have to consider the pros, the cons, where you're at. Like you really have to be intentional about what you're doing and mm. balancing. I mean, it's a, it's a thing about life, right? Yeah. So if we can move into the world where you no longer talk to these two, if you can, rather than this is, it's, it's the way it is, and I'm, I'm better at this, to be like, once you become that next identity, once you step into that role fully and you own it, crumbs, that's what you're asking your clients to do. So once you get there, just think of the, the inspiration you better bring to, to your new clients that next level you are actually leading the way you're steps ahead but where you are and what you're doing is is the inspirational force it is hey check this out i'm going first come with me there's something beautiful in that yes yes and i like to think that i'm inspirational to my clients and i get that feedback quite a lot because so many of them sit on that edge and they never make a decision And that's Mm. where, you know, you're in limbo and you just start getting busy and the things you're doing aren't meaningful and you're not taking the time to figure that out. And there's always that kind of back and forth, but there's that level of commitment as well. Yeah. Commitment to self-care, that commitment to figuring out, you know, is it a new hobby? Is it a job? Is there some other transitional element Mm. you need to be working on? And I think, um, you know, that's, that's how I guide my clients is just in trying to figure that out. And it's not my, me that's supplying that answer. It's that going inside and, and, and just allowing themselves time to figure it because yeah. many people don't allow themselves the time. Self-care is way down on their list. Mm. And with that decision-making, that's a huge part about anyone's life, personal, professional, especially as a business owner. So if I can put this question, put your own question back to you, what, where are you maybe on the edge right now what is the decision that you have to make but you've left it for the time being where is that showing up it's in hiring people to help it's asking for help you know um you know i was a naturopathic doctor and it was a small office and there was me and a couple of other people And that was a fairly easy designation because I was a professional in this realm. This belongs to somebody else. 
and now just surfacing from having this business grow exponentially is just crazy. Um, now I'm having to face those same decisions, but the line's a little blurry because I've been doing a lot of this stuff myself. And now I have to ask others. So there's a certain level of trust because I'm not really sure. I'm working it out. Yeah. Trust again, you brought that word in. The trust mm -hmm. in technology, the trust in your team. Is it because you, crumbs, you, you enjoy doing this? Maybe there's some excitement in learning all these new skills and platforms and building this new business. There's something beautiful about doing the, all these little jobs. I hear it time and time again that I want, I want to know enough to be dangerous and then I can put it away, but I need to know how it works. Is there yeah. some enjoyment with taking it all in, which then <laughs> the double-edged sword means that sometimes ah, it's maybe tough to push it out? Yes. Definitely. And the biggest part of that is because I work online, you know, I'm, I'm Facebook, I've got a big group and, you know, we're doing stuff and I really like to interact with people. Yeah. But sometimes I just don't have the time to interact with everybody. So, you know, that's an area that I have delegated somewhat. And I, I try to be the face and the person behind a lot of what I do, but sometimes yeah. that's not possible. So I always yeah. kind of crawl back a little bit on that and it ends up taking up a lot of time. And it's time where I really should be spending on the, the higher level structure and strategy. Yeah. And yet I still really want to be there on the front lines. Just chatting. Oh, oh. And yet. There it is. Yes. And yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, the curse of the business owner, especially the side entrepreneur taking those steps. You know what yeah. you should do? Oh, but damn it, you just can't quite do it. And you have all the the reasons, justifications, excitement, passion to further cement that. This is the contradiction. This is the, ah, the human condition. Beautiful, it is. isn't it? Yes, it is the human condition, you know, and it's, it's our life journey. I mean, this is what we're here to do, right? Is to learn. I spend a lot of time with my um, clients on growth mindset, just growing their life. And, and I feel like I offer some leadership in that regard as well. Because we all have, like I said, so much to offer. And some people just don't know how to how to repackage it. Mm. Something that fits in what they want right now. And I feel like I'm repackaging all the time for my own life. There it is. You're helping other people and yourself at the same time. Different levels, different situations. But all these things kind of happen together. It's beautiful how this, oh, this often happens time and time again. Jane, I love this. Thank you so much for sharing not only what you do and how you help your amazing women, but crumbs behind the scenes, what it's like for you as you go through this transition yourself. Yes. Yes. It's been a journey. Well, thank you. And Hey, look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the amazing works that you do, where can they find you? They can find me at Jane O'Malley yoga at gmail.com. Um, I have a Facebook group. It's called yoga for mindful transitioning into retirement. I have also some other things that uh, branch off from that. Um, and that's where you can find me right now. But stay Super tuned. Stuff. Yeah, everyone, go and check that out. Go and join, sign up. Um, but Jane, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you very much for having me, Mark. Oh, you're Take welcome. Care. Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. 
Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.